0: let's go what's happening folks what's happening folks bob dog checking in with you once again oh man life is good for me i hope life is good for you i hope life is good for our enemies man let's just wish it a little positivity in the world today why ufc is back let's go oh man we missed it we missed it life without ufc is not the same i don't know how i went so long without it well i actually do because i was running a crack house but that's irrelevant let's jump into the facts but Before we get into the UFC, let's jump back into a UFC-related topic, but no longer in the UFC. Francis Ngannou has signed to fight Anthony Joshua. The fight will take place, I believe it's March 9th, in Saudi Arabia. Oh, man, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, For those that don't keep track of boxing, I don't know why you wouldn't know what's going on with Francis, but Francis is over there. He just fought, uh, what was that guy, Tyson Fury. He lost by decision controversial he did get the knockdown plenty of power um those that have been watching francis we all know the deal going up against anthony joshua anthony joshua one hell of a boxer he has plenty of technique um i think he's only lost like maybe three fights he lost to andy ruiz and then he lost to uh yurich or whatever that guy's name is he lost to him twice one was a split decision one was a regular decision so anthony joshua one hell of a fighter um Besides uh, Andy Ruiz, little fluke, we'll call it, because he came back and whooped Andy's ass. But Anthony Joshua, I personally feel, will come out with the win. I think that he's far too strategic. Um, it's almost like a, even though they look the same, I'm going to compare them just because they kind of fight the same. But Cyril Ghosn, Cyril Gan is a very technical, keep the distance, you know, going to avoid the uh, unnecessary danger. I feel like Anthony Joshua is the same way, especially after he's been caught by Ruiz. He he. understands that he, can be wobbled. He can be knocked the hell out. And I think that Anthony Joshua will just tactically pick him apart, pick Francis apart, kind of like Tyson did when Tyson finally avoided the power. You just got to avoid that power. Um, But with that being said, Francis training with Mike Tyson, never look past that. Mike Tyson, the one of one. I wish I had my auto on me so I could show y'all. Actually, it's right behind me, but I'm not. uh, Yeah, let's grab it. Mike Tyson, as y'all know, boom. Right there. Ah, Sorry for the audio. You had to put it up with it because I needed it on the video. Uh, Francis Ngannou. I think he's going to get his ass whooped. I think he's finally going to get knocked down in this boxing match. I think it will be a round eight finish, but we'll look into that. We, we got months. We got months. Other fight that supposedly has been booked. I haven't seen the exact paperwork, but looks like Nate Diaz will be fighting... Jorge Masvidal. The date looks like February 28th. I think that might be around Valentine's Day or something like that. I don't know. It's not my thing. Um, Nate's last fight was against Jake Paul. It's very unfortunate, this fight. Before I get into that, um, we really would like to see this in the MMA world. I'm going to be honest. For everybody, we all want to see it in MMA, in MMA, in the UFC. We don't want to see this as a boxing match. However, if they want the payday, I understand and Hey, go put some padding on your fist to go punch each other. I'm not mad at them. I understand the business side of it. But as a fan's sake, I wish y'all were fighting in MMA. Back to the fight. Nate Diaz's last fight was against a boxing match or fight. Was against Jake Paul, of which he lost a unanimous decision. Went in. Uh, He showed a little skill, but he was definitely outmatched. We'll say in size and just all the way around. Last time he fought Jorge, he was definitely outmatched in size and power as well. I don't see much change in this time around. However, Jorge has not fought recently. He's actually hasn't fought in over 20 years in boxing. His last fight was against, a, it was a win over Joshua Benjamin. It's been a long time, folks. Uh, Masvidal. Here's the thing, though. When you are training MMA, you do do a lot of boxing. Um, when you're in there and you're sparring and a lot of it, it, it does kind of, coincide but it doesn't um when it comes to those big gloves everything's kind of thrown a little differently defense is 100 percent different um but these guys know what the hell they're doing they're all fighters they they know what they're doing do we want to see it not really who's gonna win probably masvidal um but i really don't care if if they're gonna be boxing i really it's irrelevant to me i would rather see it in the cage and i think most people are the same way so that's all over all the bull let's jump into the fight announcements um Biggest fight announcement so far, Charles Oliveira versus Armand Shacruzian. I don't know how you you pronounce the last name. My apology, Armand. You're one hell of a fighter. I don't mean it disrespectfully, and I should definitely know how to say your last name. Uh, Number one contenders match. Finally, we've been needing a number one contenders match. I mean, I'm a big fan of number one contenders. I know a lot of people go by the rankings. The rankings are irrelevant. It's just a publicity stunt, kind of like the interim title. But... We could go on about that all day. Um, they sell the tickets. I'm not mad. I understand the marketing and do as you must. However, Charles versus Armand is one hell of a fight, especially when you look at their most recent matchups. Um, Charles's last fight, he KO'd Benil Dariush. Man, Benil, I don't know what's going to happen, but... Benil, you KO'd Benil as a one minute in round. Nope, 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 nope. Four minutes and 10 seconds into round one. So it took him a little, took him four minutes, but he got the KO. It was a beautiful KO. Um, shouts out to, you know, Charles. He definitely was making his way back up. And after that first loss to Islam, he has worked his way back up. So congratulations, Charles. You earned it, my brother. Armand, um, Armand's last fight. More impressive. And that's why I love Charles. Everybody loves Charles. He's like the legend in the sport. He's been around so long. But Armand came out and he he handled business. A minute and four seconds into round one, he had Benil knocked out. KO. Nobody does that to Benil. Got to give Armand his credit. I would love to see Armand fighting, you know, more of a Dustin Poirier even or even a Gaethje. But, hey, it is what it is. Supposedly, um, Islam is injured. Supposedly. I'll get into that in the next section just because I see some other stuff going on from his manager. However, this fight, very, very evenly matched. I mean, this is the youngster versus the OG. And Who are you going to pick? My personal opinion, man, I got to go with Armand. I think Armand is just a, a wrestling nightmare for Charles. I know Charles is our jujitsu ace, the most submissions in the game. Armand has not showed many flaws. His stand-up is a little more questionable. If he was going against, like, a Gaethje or something, I would definitely be very concerned um, stand-up-wise. But against Charles, Charles has the ability to knock people out. But he's not a stand-up wizard. However, he has showed it, displayed it. Nothing against Charles. I love Charles Oliveira. But I am going to take Armand in this one. Dustin Poirier versus Benoit Saint-Denis. This is a super exciting matchup um, for the entire Division for the division UFC in general fight fans. Everybody was excited about this one. Let's just give a hand for Dustin Poirier fighting down in the rankings to stay active. I mean, that's just cool to do. Give the younger, the younger fighters a chance, you know, let them jump up into the rankings if they can prove it. I know we had uh, Raphael Faziv recently fight. Who do you fight? He fought a uh, Gaethje. You know, he had a chance to get up there. Didn't quite happen. Boom, I got that auto as well. Unfortunately, he's been going down in value, but that's fine. Um, One hell of a fighter. I love watching him fight, and he actually got knocked out by St. Denise in his most recent fight. St. Denise caught him with that beautiful head kick as he was retreating, we'll call it, backing up, trying to create some space. Um, St. Denise caught him. Beautiful head kick, man. So, you know, just nothing but respect for what he's done. He's earned his way up there and super excited for this matchup. Do I see him beating Dustin Poirier? No, no way. Dustin Poirier is a warrior of warriors. He showed that he can wrestle. He can stand up. He can do whatever you want to do. I think it's a beautiful matchup. I really don't, you know, I'd rather him fight somebody closer in the rankings. But like I said, the rankings don't really exist. They're all just a fabrication for the marketing and for, you know, it's a gimmick, a tactic. And I understand it. So Dustin Poirier versus... St. Denise is going to be one hell of a fight. Dustin's last matchup, he got KO'd by Justin Gaethje. Um, One minute into round two, that was one hell of a fight. That was going. Beautiful head kick as well, if I remember correctly. Yep. So, that was beautiful. Um, Benoit, I already said what his last fight was. He KO'd Matt Frivola, 131 into round one. Who will win? Oh, this one's tough, man. I got to go with Dustin. This ones I'm going with Dustin. I love the mental side of Benoit St. Denise. Um, I think that he was special forces, if I remember correctly. He's very mentally strong, well-disciplined, great fighter. Whenever I think of I just think of that fight when he was getting beat the hell out of by Dos Santos. Um, and the only reason I remember that fight so much is because the referee would not stop it. The referee was trash. I believe that was his last um, fight as referee. And I just remember Benoit getting beat, like, just beat on, man. And it's still stuck in my head. It's not, it's nothing personal. I love the guy. I've always liked him since he got in the fight. I love the way that he fights. But, man, Dustin is, he's going to be a handful for you, my brother. Oh, next one. This one, I don't have any proof on, but I am going to jump into it. Justin Gaethje. Let's talk a little bit about Justin Gaethje. I know he's very upset with what's going on with the number one contenders match between Oliveira and Arman, um, Justin Gaethje feels that he should be in there. Everybody knows that he should be in there. This is where it gets interesting. Islam's manager, what's his name? Uh, Ali Abadidides. I don't know how the fuck it. is. I'm looking at the name. I don't know how to say that, bro. And this is from SB Nation. I got to give props where a do but at the same time, y'all responsible because y'all put it out there. So they're saying that Ali went on the air and said "Just this is about Justin Gaethje. He earned it. And, very, and that Islam is very interested to fight him. That's interesting. That's very interesting. We see a lot of training videos of Islam. We didn't really hear about an injury. And uh, I'm going to be honest, man. It looks like, from what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing. Islam has already beaten Charles Oliveira. And he already beat Armand. He's not excited for either of those rematches. He would rather fight Justin Gaethje. I do think that Islam has a little Power a little control over who he fights and I think that that is a matchup that can actually take place while this number one matchup number one contenders match is being lined up to see who's going to be the number one contender. I think that there will be a championship match with Justin Gaethje and Islam to see the number one contender is going to fight who for the championship. So I think before Justin Gaethje gets too upset. I see it. I could see, you know, Dana White just slipping that under the rug. Getting us Justin Gaethje versus Islam fight it would be beautiful. That's what Islam wants. His manager said he's very interested in the fight. So, don't get too mad yet, folks. I see this coming around the corner. If it was to happen, I would love to see. I think everybody would love to see Justin Gaethje take on Islam, especially with Justin Gaethje and his uh... there was huge respect between him and Khabib, but We did see what Khabib did to him. That was the day that Khabib um, retired. And, you know, he had a lot on his plate emotionally. There was no way you were going to beat him, man. He was doing that for his father. And it was his only fight, I think, without his father in the court. It was just a whole emotional, sad experience. Heartwarming, if you look at it in some senses. And uh, it was beautiful, man. It was beautiful. So, Justin Gaethje, Islam. I see it being made. I think that. Islam will take him down and probably dominate Justin when it comes to that. Justin, I know he's got a wrestling background. He hasn't shown it in a long time. I don't think Islam's dumb enough to stand with Justin. Um, I don't mean dumb as in disrespectful. It just would not be the smartest thing going forward because Justin is one hell of a dog, and he is hard to knock out. Um, UFC Fight Night. Finally, finally, finally. This one I can actually pull my phone up because this one I'm going to try to go through quickly. I'm not going to sit and dwell on it too long. Joshua Vaughn versus Felipe Bunos. I'm going Joshua Vaughn for sure. Um Nicholas Mota versus Tom Nolan. I'm going Tom Nolan. He's six and oh. Watching his tape. He's very impressive. Winston Wilson versus Gene Silva. I'm going Gene Silva. Uh F- Farid You gotta take Farid over Taylor. Lupilos. Even though Taylor, man, that's one hell of a fighter. That dude can fight. He's coming out. I think he's from um uh, from europe or something, one hell of tape man maybe he might he might pull off the upset taylor would not be a bad bet with that one one that i look forward to the most marcus mcgee versus gaston Bolanos. marcus mcgee give it up for the guy man i love that guy me personally um i had a great experience with marcus marcus mcgee on twitter um just i pulled some ufc strike moments for those that don't know about ufc strike check that out amazing amazing community. I've got some pay-per-view codes from them. So I got to watch the pay-per-views for free. Um, they're definitely partnership with the UFC. So it's just a beautiful thing. Check out UFC strike. Um, UFC strike. I pulled a bunch of packs. I would open like 30 prize packs. Cause it had a burn challenge community burn challenge. I had all these packs. I was sitting there opening the series two. I haven't been too connected cause I haven't had the money to invest in it. However, upon opening packs, I got some good packs, you know, I opened them, um, I got some rare, some epics, but my favorite moment that I pulled was Marcus McGee just to see that he got a UFC strike moment. I got a couple of them. I was actually very thankful uh, to see that he was there. Another reason why I love him, he's got the Jalen Turner effect. He's a skateboarder, man. He's always out there at the skate parks with the kids. Actually, you know, that, that's cool, man. He's a man of the people. I love that. I look at that personally because I spent a lot of time at the skate parks and I didn't really have somebody to look up to. I did. I had my stepbrother. He was actually in the X Games and got like 10th, but he was a rollerblader. So there was always that fruit booter versus a, uh, what do you call me, wood pusher or whatever you call me. I don't remember, but it was it was uh, different. It was different. So just seeing McGee out there with the kids and Jalen Turner as well, if you got a UFC fighter out there and they're actually skateboarding with you, I mean, that's just one hell of a, Positive influence, and thank you for what you've done, Mr. McGee. I, I truly appreciate it, and this is coming just from the fathers, the parents, and just being a good role model. So thank you, McGee. Um, whoops, a ass, man. I'm going for you. So as I said, going from McGee on that one. That one's more heart, but, hey, I'm, I'm keeping it real with y'all. Matthew Cecilberger versus Preston Parsons. I'm going with Parsons. This will be a good matchup as well, but I think Parsons will definitely – Take that one, probably take it to the ground and dominate. Then you have Andre Orlowski. Give it up for this guy, man. Still fighting. I don't know how old he is, 60-something years old. But this dude, I think he's actually like 42 or 43. But dude's been fighting forever, man. Nothing but respectful. I think he's got 20 years in the game, possibly. I mean, that's, that's crazy. I'm picking him to lose. I'm going to be honest. Waldo, Cortez, Acosta, 10-1. and 1. He's, he's a great fighter. His stand-up, he's actually a boxer. So Orlowski can definitely take him down and win the fight. However, Waldo, he's a boxer. He's got great hands. And if he decides to, if Arlowski tries to stand with him, he's going to be in for a long night. I think Waldo will get the KO. Might be the last time we see Arlowski. However, Arlowski, if he takes it down and dominates, who knows? He might be up there in the damn ranking fight next. So, very excited to see what that one goes out. Uh, main card, we got Phil Halls versus Bruno Fierro, Ferrera, whatever the hell it is. I love Phil Halls. He's had a, a tough little. Skid the last couple ones, and we got to go with Bruno. Bruno's taking the win. Ricky Simone versus Mario Batista. Big Mario Batista fan. Um, I love his stand-up. I love his technical ability. However, and this is all coming down to heart, too, Ricky Simone, man. I got the card, baby. I, I, I need this to go up in value right now, man. I'm going Ricky Simone. I think that he's going to actually be able to take the ground, the fight to the ground. Mario has showed that he can be dominated on the ground, and Ricky Simone definitely has the ability to do such. So, I'm going with Ricky on that one. Jim Miller versus Gabriel Benitez. This is going to be one hell of a fight. It's hard for me to go with Jim Miller. Um, I know I bet against him last time. Another dude that's damn near fossilized in the fight game. Nothing but respect. Love everything he's done. A true veteran. All the experience in the world. And it's a 50-50 matchup, folks. This one's a coin flip. I was trying to pick you a winner. It's hard for me to pick Jim uh, Jim Miller. Especially with the age. But Gabriel um, Benitez, he's not the youngest cat. So he doesn't really have an age difference. Plus, he's lost like four of the last six fights. So he's not on a hot streak either. I almost want to pick Jim Miller. Just, you know, to keep it, especially for the senior side of it. But, however, it's a coin flip. If y'all are going to bet on it, bet how you want to. I was trying to find some type of leverage that somebody can use. And they both have the ability to win the fight. I would actually, if I'm betting pick jim miller i think that he's uh got the hype going forward and i would like to see him get the win this one i'm very excited for this next bout this is going to be matthias Nikolaya. i guess I, I hope i pronounced that right he's 19 and 4 versus manuel cap or cape or Cap or everyone manuel cap the dude that said the homophobic f- slurs to peter yawn last post fight um this dude is explosive very talented fighter these guys are actually a ima- um rematch they had a split decision earlier in their career i think maybe six seven fights ago um won split decision very good fight manuel cape displayed his ability to wrestle um all around game it was a beautiful fight like i said split decision so there was no dominant winner and this is a very exciting one going forward my personal opinion, if I had to bet, I, I'm going to go with probably whoever's the underdog. If I had to bet wise, just due to the money factor. However, my personal opinion, I hope that Manuel Cape wins, just because I want to. Or Cap, I'm going to call him Cap. Manuel Cap sounds better. I want to see him fight Peter Yawn. Man, the way that he called him out was beautiful. Uh, I, I I'm I'm not homophobic in any way, shape, or form. I definitely grew up with it, but I've I've changed. You know, I, I grew up around, actually spent time around. Um, gay men, and they were awesome, man. The most respectful people I've ever met, really, and some of my best friends now are, and they even adopt children. I just love the way that they actually give back to society when other people are just getting pets. So we're going on that all day, but back to the fighting. Manuel Cape, I hope you win, bro. I hope you win. Whoever you want to bet on, that's on y'all. I, I'm telling you, it's like a 50-50 is really hard. I think Manuel has the ability to even get the KO. I would like to see a KO, even though I don't think um, – Nikolai, I don't think he's ever been KO. Maybe he has. And then we have the main event. Main event is going to be another rematch. And this one was uh, canceled last time. I believe it was an eye poke or something. But we have Magomed of versus Josh Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, what a hell of a character, man. Um, really like watching him. I, was, I saw him in a video the other day dancing on the street and going. There was like a dude playing a saxophone and Johnny Walker, just his vibe going over and donating, you know, putting money in the pot. Love everything about Johnny Walker. This is a hard matchup. This is a very hard matchup. I would not bet Johnny Walker personally just due to his um, wrestling. I do think that he was winning the first matchup. I thought that he was doing very well. I thought that he was doing good with his length, staying on the outside. I think Magomed is going to take him down this this fight. I don't think he's going to want to stand on the outside. I think he understands Johnny Walker has the length. The ability and the power to put him away, and there's no reason to play with fire. I don't see this one going past the second round. I think Magomed will take him down, dominate, and maybe the ref will even stop it. I'm not really sure how it's going to go, but I don't see it going the five-rounder. That pretty much sums it up. I'm just thankful that UFC is back. I'm sure you feel the same. I see all the internet's going crazy. We finally got the fights back in action. The break... Was not much needed. I'm going to be honest. Dana, we, we got to stop that, man. We got we to gotta get something going. But this is UFC Fight Night at the Apex. Super excited. Let's see how it goes. Hit me in the comments. Let me know what you're thinking, who you think will win, where I went wrong, and when we're all said and done, we'll look back at it. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all, and thanks for tuning in. I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one.